Well, welcome to church. So good to have you on a Saturday night. Anybody that is here in the room, you all get a special anointing, special coin in heaven for showing up to church on a Saturday night. Good on you. So if you didn't know, if this is your first time here, we are not a church that meets on Saturday. We were at one point for a little while. This feels like back in the old days. I say old days being like we've been here forever. It's literally been like two years. Feels like a lot longer. <laughs> but we used to meet on a Saturday night and a Friday night um, in a coffee shop. And uh, this night, the reason that we're meeting here is tomorrow, this whole building is shut down. Uh, they're doing power work, construction work. So they emailed us last Friday and said, hey, great news, building shut down. I was like, great news, praise God. So we'll move it to Saturday because we're not going to cancel church. If you ever, <laughs> if you call Oasis Home, you're going to know this. We're never going to cancel church. Short of us not being able to get outside of our homes, we're never going to cancel church. You know why? Because I don't want to miss the miracle. I don't want you to miss the miracle. See, people gather in church sometimes just because it's the thing to do. It's the, the ticket to punch for the week. It's the, it's the thing on the schedule to just check off. That's not what church is. Can I be real and honest with you? That's the farthest thing from what church is. What church is, is the people of God and those that don't know God gathering together, singing praises to the King of Kings, singing praises to the one that saves, singing praises to the Redeemer, and hearing his word. And above all that, maybe, just maybe, getting to church, you'll see your breakthrough. You'll see your miracle. The thing you've been praying for forever, maybe, just maybe tonight it's going to be answered. Maybe that, 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 that discernment and that wisdom that you need, you show up to church and you're going to have people praying for you. People praying be before you even walk through these doors were praying for you. And maybe, just maybe God's spirit is big enough, strong enough, mighty enough to reach you at church. So why don't we cancel church? For those reasons. We gather together, full of faith, full of anticipation. I'm anticipating God. He's moved already. I don't know if you're in this or you know what's really going on. If you don't, that's okay. You're welcome to here. You're welcome to here. But if you do know the Spirit of God, He's in this room. He's moving. He's speaking. He's loving you. He's pouring out His heart to you. The thing about the cross was it, it was Jesus' way of saying, hey, listen, my people, my children, each and every one of you are God's children. He said, listen, at that cross, I want to give you a brand new heart, a brand new beginning, a brand new start. That's why we gather as the church. Amen? So tonight it was, and it still is going to be, it's just a time of worship and praying and, and just encouragement. I, I believe God's spirit really this whole week has been leading up to this point for us. And I really believe that there are people here tonight that need to be released from some stuff. There's people in this room tonight. I don't know your stories. I know, I, know, I know most of you by name. If I don't know you by name, please come and introduce yourself to me. But I don't know all your stories. I don't know the, the stuff you walked in here with. I, I, don't, I don't know the bondage that you are being held back by. I don't know the sin that, that, that nobody else knows about that's in this room. I don't know the pain, the hurt, the sickness and disease that you're facing. You're like, man, this is really discouraging. Maybe you're on the mountaintop. Awesome. We all want to be there with you. <laughs> but just maybe you walked in here tonight 
to experience just a checklist, but you're walking out of here experiencing the supernatural working of God's Spirit in your life, and he's going to release you from some stuff tonight. I'm believing this. I'm praying for this. This has been my whole prayer leading up to this. No matter who came in, no matter what was in this room, no matter what's happening in this building, I've just prayed and we've prayed as a team that the Spirit of God would invade your mind, would invade your heart, would pour out His truth to you. So anybody want that? You can keep your hand raised. You know why? This is a level of faith. This is a level, a signal of faith. Faith stirs up. You can put your hands down. Tonight I'm going to read out of the book of John, chapter 5. If you've been with Oasis, we've gone through this series called Breakthrough. This is really just an a, 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 a end of that series. Um, but if you were with us a few months back, we went through a series called The Wonders. Does anybody remember the Wonder series? It was amazing. It was awesome. It challenged and encouraged me. It was awesome. But we, we studied this scripture that I'm going to read, but I really felt like we needed to bring it back. How many of you know you can read scripture every single day, the same scripture every single day, and get something new from it? You, you all know that, right? If you don't, that's okay. Let me tell you, the word is the spirit of God in it. It's a sharper than any double-edged sword, and it'll pierce your heart in a second. And stuff in that word that you've read over and over again, maybe, just maybe tonight, there's going to be a deeper revelation. That's how I read scripture. So you're like, man, you've already taught on this like five, six months ago. Why are you teaching this again? Because there's power and truth in the story of Jesus. So John chapter 5, like I said, we've been going through the series of breakthrough, trusting and believing God to break through. And I believe God is in the midst of breaking through for some of us. I believe God's in the midst of breaking through for all of you, no matter what you're facing. But this right here, this is the key. So if you're there, say I'm there. Three of you. Y'all bring your Bibles to church? You got smartphones? Just pull it out. I'm not judging you. And you're not, if you're texting, I'm going to be judging you. Pull out your smartphones. Get to the Bible app. If not, there's going to be a, a miniature Bible up there tonight. No screen tonight, but John 5. Jesus is walking and moving here on earth. He's performing miracles and signs and wonders. He's doing everything that the word prior to Jesus showing up said that he would do. He has yet to go to the cross. This church believes in the cross of Jesus Christ. He has yet to do that. So he is walking. He is moving. He has his sidekicks, his 12 boys, his dudes, his brothers, the disciples walking with him. He's performing miracles. He's doing some insane stuff. And we get to this account from John that I think is just supernaturally amazing. It's John chapter 5, verse 1. It says this. Sometime later... Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Let me just say this, a little theology. The feast of Jews, it's a big gathering of people. Jesus knew there was a lot of people in this area, and he was going to go to a place that there was a lot of people there. Okay, you with me? This is interactive church. Following track and praise God. Now there, in the, now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which is in Aramaic, is called Bethesda in which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there has been an invalid for 38 years. That brother was sick. He could not move for 38 years. That's a long time. 38 years, not three years, not eight years. Put those two together, 38 years. You're with me. That's a long time. 
When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, this is Jesus asking now. This is the healer. This is the one that already had done miracles prior to this. But Jesus goes to this man, knowing what's wrong with him, (laughs) and says this, do you, do you want to get well? (laughs) Pause. Um, Jesus, you're Jesus. Why do you got to ask a brother this? Just heal the man. Just give him his breakthrough. Just overcome what he's going through. Jesus, why? (laughs) That's how I would be there. I'd be like the disciple in the back like, yo, uh, you don't need to ask him. Just do it so we can keep going. I'm hungry. But Jesus intentionally stops and says, hey, do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? (laughs) Sir. The man replied, man, excuses, excuses. I have no one. I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Little Bible here, right? Because this gets a little funky and crazy and weird. Like, whoa, what the? The pool. (laughs) There was an angel that would come down every day and touch the pool. And the pool would begin to swirl. And the first one that belly flopped into that pool was healed. They didn't really belly flop. Really bad joke, theological joke. They were healed. That's this pool. There was power in this pool. This pool has been true throughout the ages. Like there are are men and women that do not believe in Jesus but prove that this pool was real. Crazy, right? So this man gives the excuse of Jesus. I can't get in the pool. (laughs) I miss it. Every time it starts swirling, I'm like on the edge and someone else gets in before me. I'm not strong enough. I don't have the power within me to do this. This is, this is just a little too hard. I miss it every time. Excuses. Excuses. Then Jesus said to him, get up. Get up. Pick up your mat. Pick up your mat and walk. At once, this man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. Anybody thankful for Jesus? He said, get up. Get up. The question tonight is this. Do you, do you want to get well? Do I want to get well? I'm a big baby when it comes to being sick. Oh, yeah, a cold? I'm dying. Ask my wife. I'm like, get every antibiotic, get the couch, get the Kleenexes, get the Netflix ready. I'm dead. I'm done. This is it. This is like it. I'll write my will out. I'll give it. Like, this is the end. She's like, babe, you have a runny nose. I'm like, I'm dying. She's like, it's true. She just said that. If you all think I'm lying, she just said, it's true. I'm a baby when it comes to this. Sickness and disease is a real thing. Pain and sorrow is a real thing. Bondage, depression, anxiety, fear. It's a real thing. There's no denying it. Tonight, I just want to share three things with you. Because I believe they're of the utmost importance tonight because we're going to pray for some people. Amen? Like I said from the beginning, I believe in God's spirit is going to release you from this. I believe God's spirit is going to release some of you from the things that you've allowed to stay in you that have no place when you are a child of the most high. Amen? No place. Do you want to get well? You know what I love about this passage of scripture? The first thing is this. In the midst of pain, Jesus sees you one-on-one. 
You could say amen. Woo! <laughs> Jordan, don't you love knowing me one-on-one? I love that I know Jordan one-on-one. I know him not like Bree knows you, but I know you one-on-one. I know my wife one-on-one. I know my wife's ins and outs. I know when she's upset, (laughs) if she's not telling me. I know when she's excited. I know when she's going through it. I know my wife. You know what's amazing about Jesus? He knows us deeper than anything else. He knows us deeper than anyone else. See, the things I know about my wife, Jesus knows more about me. The things she knows about me, he knows deeper things about me. See, what is amazing to me, and this is just the way I read scripture, right? It says this, what it says that there were many people, many sicknesses, many diseases, many people that were paralyzed, lame, broken, hurting. There were many people there at that pool that day. We are surrounded today by many things, many painful things, many hurtful things, many things that have paralyzed us. Oh, I'm preaching right now. You all better come with me on this a little bit. We are surrounded by it everywhere we look today. But you know what's amazing? Jesus is walking right up to you face to face. It's like, I know you one-on-one. I know who you are. I know what's inside of you. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're going through. I know the pain that's deep in you. I know the anxiety, the depression, the fear, the, 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 the hurt that someone has done to you. I know you. I know you one-on-one. I know you so deep. Jesus went past everybody else, and he went straight to that man. Do I think that Jesus could have healed everybody in that area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does that account say that? No, 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 no. It says specifically, this is how I read scripture, that he went to that one person. You know why? Because he knew that man had been in pain for 38 years. And he said, today, enough's enough. No longer, no more. You're not going to walk through this. Your breakthrough is today. Jesus walks right up to him. Jesus didn't need to ask him all these questions. Jesus didn't need to to go through a list of things. Tell me your symptoms. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what's happening. No, Jesus knew already. He said, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, one-on-one with you. I'm here. I I, I went past everybody else to, to come here with you. Jesus is here for each one of you. Jesus is here in the room tonight for each one of you. He knows us one-on-one. I am thankful beyond all else that Jesus knows me one-on-one. He looks me straight in the face and he says, my son, I know you. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm, I'm for you. The same things he says to me, because it's in his word, the same things he's saying to you. Let go. Let it go. Let the pain, let the hurt, let the things that have happened to you, let it go. Let what, what the, what the grip of all that stuff that tells you let it go, because I know you one-on-one. And I know what you need. <laughs> Do you want to get well? The second thing is this. He's asking tonight that question. Do you want to get well? Jesus asked that question. Do you know why? Because we need to respond. Do I believe Jesus can heal in a second? Yep. Have I seen it? Absolutely. I've seen some crazy stuff happen where Jesus has just healed cancer immediately. I mean, like, immediately. Doctors can't put words to it. They can't express it. I've seen them do that way. But sometimes, this is just me, 
I think God looks at us, Jesus looks at us and says, do you want to get well, my son or my daughter? Because he's wondering where your faith's at. You want to know why? He's wondering where your faith's at. Do you want to get well? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think you're still the healer. Yeah, see, everything else around me is telling me otherwise, but I, I, I think, yeah, yeah, no, I, I think you're still good. Do you want to get well? No, I, yeah, man, you know what's cool, God? Like, man, this thing that I hold on to, everybody knows that I hold on to it. Everybody knows that I identify myself with this. So you know what? This is my identity today, and I don't know if I want to let it go. Do you want to get well? Ah, you know, man, if I didn't have this limp or if I didn't have this bruise, if I didn't have this, nobody would love me the way they love me because they love me because I'm in pain. Guess what? Jesus wants to love you through your pain. And he wants to see you through your pain. Do you want to get well? Man, Jesus, know the thoughts that I have in my mind, the things that, that rage in my mind, it, it's, it's all I know. You haven't fixed me yet. You haven't released me of this yet. And he's saying tonight, do you want to get well? Do you want to be released? Do you have the faith to see me do it? Man, I wish tonight, as he asks that question to each one of us, that our immediate response is, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I need you more than ever. Yeah, please heal me. <laughs> do you want to get well? Yes. <laughs> I don't care how you do it. I don't care what, just yes. Because I'm broken. I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm lost. I need you to make me well, God. He's asking the question tonight. Do you want to be made well? Or do you want to sit in it? Do you want to sit in it? See, here's what's happening more than ever today. We have people that are just sitting in it. Just sitting in the mentality of this is what's happened to me. This is what's been done to me. This is who I am. And Jesus is saying this isn't how the kingdom of God works. The kingdom of God works where he steps in and he starts to remove it. He starts to throw that out. He starts to take your old life and throw it in the sea of forgetfulness. And he starts to make his mercies new every morning. So if you want to walk in his ways, you want to be well, then you better step in his ways. And you better step into his love because his love's reaching down to you tonight. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? I do. <laughs> I need it. I'm broken. I, I want to get well, Jesus. And the last thing is this. Jesus says, get up. <laughs> just point blank Jesus style. Like just bam. Like I ain't playing games. Just get up, bro. Like that's how Jesus operates. You want to get well? Yes. Get up. <laughs> get up. Get your mat. Get up and start walking. You know what I see here? The mat of the past will be overtaken by walking in the path of victory. <laughs> you are dead or just not with it tonight? Because that is the best news I've said all night. The mat that that dude laid on for 38 years, that mat represented everything he was for 38 years. He laid on that thing. He didn't pick it up before that moment. <laughs> At least we don't know about it. But he was an invalid. He could not move. He could not walk without the help of somebody else. That mat was his identity in the world. And Jesus says, get up. 
But he just doesn't say get up and go. He says get up, pick up that mat, and walk in victory. You want to know why? This is the deepest revelation I've had of this. Because he says get up, rise up in me, take your past, take the things that you used to be, take it with you, forgetting about the pain through it, and use it to walk in victory for somebody else too. Pick up your mat. Pick it up. And start walking in victory. That's a command straight from Jesus. Pick up your mat and walk. At once, at once the man was healed, it said. Pick up your mat, my son. Pick up your mat, my daughter. Pick it up. Forget about it. But take it with you so that somebody else can be seen and see it and be healed. Someone else can see what you walk through, the pain, the sorrow. You don't give it glory. You don't give it any of that. But you said, hey, 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 once, that was me. But I've, I, I've picked that old, and I'm, I'm walking in victory. Do you want to be made well? Yeah, I, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Sometimes you got to confess it before it happens. Hello. Oh, let me teach you for a second here. Sometimes, just sometimes, you have to literally say it before it happens. You have to literally confess, God, you're good, before maybe sometimes in here you believe he's good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You don't think it's true? Try it. That's all I can say. Sometimes your confessions have to precede your faith. Do you want to get well? Yeah. I do, God. I want to be rid of of sickness and disease and sorrow and pain and depression and anxiety. I want to be released from trying to find my identity in the world and and, and, in the opposite sex in a relationship. I want to find my identity in you, Jesus. I want to leave behind this, and I want to step in victory in your path, Jesus. I want to be made well. I'm broken. So, So God, tonight, I look to you. Breakthrough's coming. Breakthrough's knocking. Breakthrough is about to happen, but it's the question, do you want it? Do you have the faith to believe it? I think overall that's the overarching question, right? Do you have the faith inside to believe this? Tonight more than ever, I have the faith for you. I have the faith for you that God's going to heal you. Tonight, you're going to walk out of here, and you're going to leave the mat. You're going to leave the stuff at the altar. You're going to leave the pain at the altar. You're going to leave the things that you've held on to for so long here tonight. He's big enough to take it. He's strong enough to take it, and he's going to grab it, and he's going to throw it into the sea of forgiveness. Anybody thankful for that? Do you want to get well? Tonight, we're going to worship a little bit. This isn't a normal setup, but I I don't believe tonight's a normal night. Tonight's a special night. So you came here for a reason. You showed up tonight for a reason. Whatever reason that was, I believe it's because he's asking each one of you, do you want to get well tonight? Do Do you want a new mind? Do you want a new way of seeing? Do you want a new mindset for the way you look at things in life? 
Do you want healing in a relationship? Do you want, do you want restoration of your heart? Do you want to be made well? So we're going to pray. This is going to turn into an altar. This time right now, whether you know what that means or not, that's okay. Basically, let me tell you. This is going to be open. There's going to be people up here that are going to pray with you and stand with you. And they're going to pray over you. And Jordan's going to lead us and the band's going to play and I'm going to join them. You're like, what? (laughs) But we're going to pray tonight. And we're going to trust that the Spirit of God is going to move tonight. And here, let me just say this. Maybe you're not the one that needs the breakthrough, but somebody in your family does. One of your children do. Somebody in your life needs one. Maybe you need to step up out of your seat and step in faith and start walking in victory for that other person. So maybe, just maybe that means you come out and you get prayed for tonight. So our prayer team's going to come, and I'm going to pray for us, and we're going to worship, and this altar's open. Come as you want. Come as you want. I'll close this out here in a little bit, but I'm going to pray for us tonight.